we back at it again. Another episode, the Man to Man Pod. I'm Antoine Bethea. Got my co-host, Darius Butler. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. Like always, man, we back, man, talking football, um, talking behind the scenes, off the field. So, you know, today, man, we're going to jump right into it, man. Um, NFL camps, um, teams reporting, players are reporting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we got um, we at the crossroads right now. Uh, we got a lot of players um, that's opting out. I think um, yeah. on the episode, our first, our first episode with Trey Boston, uh, D-Buck called it. He thought, you know, we was going to have 20-plus players um, opting out. And right mm-hmm. now, I think we, we might be – at, Yo, we over 50 right now. Over 50. Over 50. Yeah. And um, we might have more coming. I think the deadline um, is, is Friday. Friday, the, no, Thursday the 6th. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, Thursday, 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 August 6th, man. So we might be hearing um, some more guys opting out, man. So so how you feel, bro? How, what you think? I mean, you, you know my feelings from the beginning on this, man. I just felt like it was just, uh, you know, way too many – um, too many questions and not enough answers. And, um, you know, the NFL is trying to go on uh, business as usual as much as possible. Obviously, they're making some adjustments and they have some protocols in place. But, um, you know, you, you, you're turning, you know, head football trainers into, you know, specialists when it comes to spreading viruses and spreading. Um, so, so that's like that's, that's that makes me feel uneasy if I was heading to a locker room. Um, even with the other things put in place. And uh, when we talked to Trey uh, a couple episodes ago, one of the first things I asked him was uh, what would make him feel comfortable going back to the to training camp. And his first answer was, hey, man, players want to know what's the options when it comes to opting out. And uh, so I guess that kind of foreshadowed what's going on now with guys making, um, you know, making those critical and tough. I'm sure tough in a lot of people's uh, plates, uh, making that decision to opt out this season. Uh, so uh, you know, it's not. I'm not surprised by it, but uh, I would. I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. Guys, got to do do what's do what's best for them, man. What you think about it? Yeah, man. Um, I'm kind of like, like you know, I'm I'm kind of on the on on the on the line on the fence about it. Um, mm-hmm. For one, definitely, you know, we got to think about um, our health, our family's health, and I think a lot of guys are are really thinking about that. You know, um, it's not that important to to put my health at risk put my family's health at risk, um, whether you have, you know, um, elderly people staying with you or you have young children, just, you know, you yep. have healthy people, just not wanting to um, run that risk. So I, I definitely um, respect the decisions for the guys that's opting out and the guys that's that's going to play. And, um, yeah. you know, we yeah. talk about the the opt-out um, agreements and arrangements and things of that nature where if you do opt out um, 150 k but then – that next step following season, I think you have to pay that money back regardless if you cut or make the team. And then yeah. you also have the you have the three hundred fifty, where I guess they say you know if if you can show proof that um, you have I guess underlying conditions or things of that nature mm-hmm. that you get three hundred fifty k. So I see they trying. You don't to, have you know, to pay that back, right? The three fifty. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but um, okay. I think that's what I heard. I, okay. But but regardless, man. Um, either way, man. You know, th- this is tough decision for guys. And I would like to throw something out there. Just say, you know, <clears throat> say you coming off an injury, mm-hmm. um, say ACL or whatever the case may be. And this year we hit COVID nineteen, and you decide to opt out. Yeah. So last year you miss, say you you missed the whole season. Mm-hmm. This year you opt out. That's two years off the field. Yeah. 
coming it's a long time a long time coming into the season mm -hmm. next year you know say say you're in the front office how, how do you how do you approach that that situation uh you know if i'm in the front office i'm a decision maker that's definitely going to be something uh something i'm thinking about and, and obviously the older the player is um you know the more i'm gonna think about it you know so if it's a guy who have basically missed his let's say sixth and seventh year and now he's going into year eight um i'm definitely gonna have some concerns if if i'm if, if i'm offering a, a contract it would be definitely uh incentive uh laden uh so it, it's tough for those players um a player like uh funches devin funches um you know we said the coach signed him last year he missed most of the year with an injury i think all, pretty much all the year and now he he opted out this season so it's like he's gonna be going into that next year like like that's, that's something to consider that's a long time been away from the game and i know just moving and playing it's nothing like playing football you can work out right. as much as you possibly want to or can but it's nothing like actually putting those uh, football movements to work against another opponent. So uh, that'll be a tough decision if I'm in the front office, definitely 1,000%. What's your thoughts on like, oh, I guess on that same, in that same note, with guys that's doing it in college? So you got guys, expect the guy, uh, you know, big time players who expect to go in the first, second round. I expect the guys to, to opt out as well. And now we're seeing it happen with the linebacker from Penn State, who should be a high pick. Um, the wide receiver from Minnesota, corner from VTEC. So what would be your thoughts if you were in the front office when it came to one of those guys? Man, you know, um, as you see these young players coming up nowadays, man, I think they're, just, they're moving differently than what we move. I think yeah. they're getting a lot smarter. Um, again, with uh, with all that's going on as far as, you know, um, NCAA players, I'm talking about, you know, players in college getting paid. I think, uh, I think the college athlete now, they're thinking a little different. And mm -hmm. I think it's a small move. You know, if you have uh, two to three years of, of a good film, say you're going into your senior year and, you know, you yeah. bowled out your sophomore year, you bowled out your junior year, hey, I'm not going to risk um, going into these locker rooms, these situations where, you know, I could potentially contract the COVID-19. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it could it could <clears throat> further damage my health down the, down the line. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So. I think it's smart for those guys. You know, you're going to sit this year out. Um, you can go somewhere. You're going to train. You can get stronger. Mm -hmm. You're going to get faster. Um, if, you, if, you, if you're with somebody, you know, you're working on some techniques, things that you may need to work on, and yeah. then you get that um, you get that combine invite. Hey, you, we all know what that's about. You know, you go out there, mm -hmm. put some good numbers up there. You know, you run. You catch well. Um, yeah. Shoot, somebody take a chance on you. So I think it's smart if you if you have that um, good two to three year uh, work for film. You already got that film out there. People already got a pretty much a good a good idea who you are as a player. And now you're really just taking this time to get stronger. Uh, like you said, working your technique. And we've seen it happen. Um, you know, we've seen guys opting out of bowl games. And I think it was Nick Bosa who got hurt, had like a core injury. And he just kind of mm -hmm. chalked up his whole junior year. So we've definitely seen uh, some precedent, precedent with this. And, um, you know, if I'm like the same thing you said, man, I would look at it as a, as a smart decision on their end because – as uh, even as uncertain things are on the NFL side of things, the college level, I feel like it's even more uncertainty around there. And obviously the players have a lot less say so. Um, so as a player who can take control of, you know, I guess your narrative and where it's going to go and what you're going to do this year, the more things that, you know, as a player, we always say control what you can control. 
So now if I could, if I opt out and I say, all right, I'm focusing on hitting the NFL draft, like I'm controlling that as, a, as opposed to, you know, just going into a building and not really knowing what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I, my hat's off to him, man. Big, big decisions, important decisions. Um, and they're making it, uh, you know, early on in their life. So uh, I'm proud of them boys, man. So I forgot what um, what college it was that uh, one of the players or somebody came out and said that if um, if one of the players tested positive for COVID, um, the coach or somebody was like, you know, keep it on the wraps. Don't tell nobody. Yeah. So, again, right then and there, it just goes to show where the the university, the coaches are looking out for themselves. So as far as a player, um, a young player, um, a college athlete being able to say, look, man, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to look out for myself. A lot of times that could that – could, look as if that player is um, selfish, but at a, at a lot mm-hmm. of times, man, sometimes you got to do what's best for yourself. So yeah. again, man, um, making that type of decision um, as a young man saying that, you know, I'm going to sit this year out, I'm prepared for my future. Um, I think that, 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 that says a lot. Yeah. That's, that's like, that's a big decision. And, and, and as we know, uh, big time college sports, that's, that's big business. Um, so that's, that's sure. uh, kids and their families. Uh, you know, making the right right business move, and, and nothing is wrong with that at all. And um, you know, talking about that, we had the first program UConn. My my school, the first school, to um, just scrapped the whole season. And you know, part yeah. of that is um, you know, because they're they're not in a conference right now. So a lot of these schools are going to conference only games. Um, you know, thirty plus states are still on uh, travel bans, or if you do travel in or out of the state, you got to quarantine for a certain amount of days. So obviously that makes up messes up your schedule. Um, you know, and it's just it's just like I said earlier, just way more questions than there are answers right now. Even with the people who usually have all the answers, with the, you know the athletic directors and the uh, coaches, and like it's it's still way way too many questions and way too much uncertainty going on. Uh, you know, a lot of these players and these coaches. So got to make got to make the best decision. And if you're fortunate enough to be in that situation where you don't need to necessarily play another season, by all means, man, by all means, make that right decision for yourself. So happy for them guys, man. Question for you, though. Um, say you're a senior, right? Um, and say and say, you know, you, you're a senior at UConn. You know, you have some you have some colleges who opting out of fall sports. They're thinking about, you know, playing um in during the spring. So what if you are a senior at UConn, you're a senior on the football team, um and the university ops, okay, we just gonna scratch fall sports all in all all in all. Not mm-hmm. um we're not gonna play anything during the spring. How do you feel if you're a senior? Are you gonna try to I don't I don't know if you can do this, but can you transfer? You probably can't, um, but can you transfer to another university who's who's potentially being gonna play in the fall like how you feel oh man that's 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 a good question um shoot if i if i really think i have a shot um you know i'm gonna have to explore my options you know if i got a shot to to go but i'm still like i still need another year's worth of film um you know i'm I'm gonna definitely explore all my options you know whether it be transferring and playing that year i mean i feel like that should you never know at the ncaa a lot of things that make the most sense. Uh, right, it's usually it's usually not going to go that way with NCAA. So who knows um, if they're allowing that? But um, it's this is these are special circumstances. So um, they should definitely allow uh, you know special things to happen. But um, I man, I feel bad for the seniors, man. I feel bad. And, and yeah. UConn, going back to UConn, UConn. One of the things about their team is they didn't have too many seniors 
um, that were playing. So that, that factored into the decision as well. But, you know, teams with, you know, a lot of upperclassmen, man, I feel, I feel bad for these guys. But we're we in some, you know, some uncertain times, you know, across the board. Oh, for sure. Just, yeah, not only with sports, but just everything. Schools, a lot of students are going to go straight virtual now. So it's going to be a different experience for everybody. Um, I think a lot of things going to look completely different on the other side of this. And it's just, um, you know, really about adapting, uh, you know, and moving forward as, as, best, as best as you can. Everybody going to have their own individual um, challenges when it comes to that. Nah, nah, for sure, man. I think you hit it on the head, man. And mm-hmm. So you talk about that virtual learning, man. I know one thing. I know. <laughs> I, I know one thing. Kind of right. You, you kind of uh, said some. um you know, this past school year, man. as far mm-hmm. as like teacher appreciation, man, what you man. do for the teachers, man, because that that homeschooler, man, is is rough. You know, I got a, you know, my daughter, she just finished, um, you know, the first grade, so she's going to the second grade. But even even that that workload she was bringing home, it was just a, it was a different beast of yeah. what we was doing in first and second grade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can imagine just, and we only and what we did what. Uh, we probably did that for what two months. Yeah, we yeah we had so we what was it um, about March to March school, April. Well, shit about four about four. Yeah, it was it was it was a little minute. It felt like four years. So you still got it kind of easy. You still got first grade. Like wow, old is she going to seventh grade? So she doing algebra and, and all that. I'm like, man, I haven't looked at these equations in a minute, baby. Um, you know, we might have to get you a tutor or something, but uh, it's, it's right, been it's right. been good though. It's been it's been it's been like I said, it's adapting. Um, obviously, finding time, uh, making that you know making that adjustment in home as well, and that's going to affect uh, you know a lot of these players too, especially on the professional level when you got families, and now you most likely going to have your kids in the house a lot more, even during the school year. So you're going to have to be more involved when it comes to school work and, and obviously finding the balance when it comes to your professional work. So it's going to be challenges a, a across the board for, uh, for these pros, man. But I think, I think, I think guys, we do well at adjusting, man. So we adjust, nah. we got, and we keep it moving. Nah, for sure, man. And now uh, you talking about that as far as like, you know, pros, man, and I'm um, mm-hmm. having to adjust and, you know, obviously with the COVID and then, you know, um, as a man um, and you being a protector and a provider, um, yeah. You know, we 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 thinking about okay, how is this gonna affect my family? And it was one of them things where you know my agent, you know, talking to my agent, and you know he's real, you know, upfront about a, a lot of things, and he was just kind of telling his players like, man, it's one one of the things just to think about. Like if you planning to play, just think about you know not being around your not being around your family for um four to five months. You know what I mean? Just being yeah. being in a situation where you don't want to potentially give that to your family because nine times out of 10 out of the 32 locker rooms, I think that COVID is going to reach every locker room at some point. Um, at some point throughout the season. season. Throughout the season. You know what I'm saying? one of the states where it's rarely any case, where it's barely any cases. Um, you know, probably small, but then you got to travel and play another. So, yeah, it's, it's hard not to imagine a, a, a scenario where every team's not affected somehow some way yeah 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 so it's definitely man definitely tough times man like you said man waters we never been in man but again man adjusting on the run man that's something that we 
we're used to on the field, coming to the sideline, making some adjustments, man, and going back out there, man, sudden change, you know? So yeah. um, it, it's definitely something that we're used to, man. So we, we'll see, man. We wait and see day in, day, one day at a time. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. All right, she was talking about, uh, we're talking about sudden change. Um, last episode, we had Vontae on here, uh, Vontae Davis, and was talking about, you know, just kind of how this whole COVID thing ha- has given a lot of players kind of a brief glimpse into what it's like uh, being on the other side of football, retiring after retiring, you know, just a lot of things been on your time. And um, we always talk about on this show the importance of have th- having things going on off the field, you know, especially when it comes to your finances and bringing in revenue. I know uh, in Indy, uh, you know, you you had some experience with that, like buying, um, buying a spot out there and then moving on in your career, but still renting the spot out that you bought out in Indy. Um, how was that whole experience for you? Like, I guess, I guess some pros and cons from that. No, I think it was a great experience for me, man. Like you said, um, I had bought a, um, I had bought a condo my second year. And, um, after my second year, you know, um, having, you know, it was just me by myself, but you know, my girl moved down, um, eventually my wife, we had a, we had a child, um, Mm -hmm. having my parents, um, come in town. So, you know, we kind of wanted a, um, a bigger spot. So, you know, we ended up, uh, renting a spot, but we was we was renting out the uh, the townhouse, and you know at first, man, it was it was great. It was uh, one of them things where you could just funnel um, the players coming in. Hey, look, man, I got a spot for you. It's close to the facility. Um, yeah. Everything will be good. You know, I'm not gonna hit you over the head. And then it could also give me um, a little taste of you know ownership, um, uh, having some property in, in real estate and things yeah. of that nature. So it, it was definitely a, a a good thing for me. I would say the first uh, two to three years, but then as always, I think every um, you know every 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 owner can every every owner that have a tenant can say that maybe you know thirty percent of the time you run across that bad tenant, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of rubbed me the wrong way, man. Um, it was one of my one of my um, one of my teammates, man, and it was just it was just one of them tough things where it was a young guy. And he just didn't handle his finances well. And, you know, obviously, you know, we're there for the most part, you know, August to, um, I say August to January. Yeah. And well, then, really uh, off, July. July. Yeah. In the July. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, from there, man, I couldn't hear, I, I didn't hear back from my man, you know, February, March. And, um, and I'm, I'm trying to get in contact with a man, not paying his rent, um, mm-hmm. going in the house, man, and everything was just messed up. So it was kind of, kind of put a little sour taste in my mouth, man. And yeah. um, I ended up getting them out of there. And then, you know, um, from there, you know, I had a project manager, but still, you know, you kind of have that one-on-one relationship with the guys that you're in the locker room with. Yeah. And so sure. from there, yeah. So from there, man, I got, I, I sold it, but looking back on it, I wish I would have, uh, would have held on to it, you know, not really let that one incident discourage me as far as, um, you know, being an owner, whatever case may be. But then again, like you said, uh, being able to have some things off the field, being able to learn some things, man, it definitely, I think it helped me as far as where I'm at now, what I'm trying to do in the real estate game as well. Yeah, man. Well, it ain't a, it ain't a loss, man. It's always a lesson. So um, always, it, yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, you know, you kind of, I guess, mixing business and personal relationships, you know, those, those things can get hairy at times. And especially you dealing with young cats, you know, young cats kind of just be all over the place. So mm-hmm. even with I guess even with players or teammates or whatever, I guess it's still um, you know still important that you vet 
um, you know, your vet who, who coming into your spot, you know, because as yeah. we know, we talk about a lot, business is business. So, business is um, business. Yeah. So, um, but then uh, appreciate you dropping that, you know, dropping that knowledge and really that inside game um, from, from uh, some of your personal experience. Um, nah, because I sure. think ownership is definitely, um, definitely important. Uh, really, That's really, where it's at. Yeah, it, it, it's important, man. Because and somebody told me a long time ago, you you either paying your mortgage or you or, or you paying somebody else. Paying somebody else, and, and so, that's real. That that's real. That's real. And um, you know, it, it's hard to see long game when you playing in the league and you making that type of money at such a you know such a fast pace so early in your life. It's hard to see you know older kids, more kids, you know, in your forties. You know what that looks like. So um. Yeah, make 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 wise wise decisions and continue making them, man. But I uh, appreciate that. No, for sure, for sure. Like you said, man, um, wise decisions and make them wise, make wise decisions early in the game, man, and and learn yeah. from other people's mistakes. I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing, man. Learn from other people's mistakes when people tell their stories. Really hear that and really listen yeah. to. It. I think a lot of times when we hear these stories, we always say that, man, that's not gonna happen to me. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, you, you know, no, nobody has that crystal ball. Nobody can foresee mm-hmm. the future, man. We don't know what we're going to do, but we can't control. Yeah. Like you said, we can't control what we control. So, you yeah. know, during that time when you're in it, you know, make smart decisions. You know what I mean? Like you said, uh, L isn't necessarily a loss. It's a lesson learned yeah. from that. Don't make that same uh, mistake twice and keep it moving. But again, man, um, we're, we're fortunate, man, to be able to play a game and earn a lot of money at such mm-hmm. a young age where a lot of times, you know, guys going to retire before they're 30 years old. So, yeah. you know, we got to have something we can, we're able to fall back on, something that we can really um, transition to and um, and take it with a full head of steam, man. So, you know, definitely, man, we, yeah. we, we can continue to keep, get, give give game on here, man. And also, man, holler, follow D-Buck, man, because he be dropping gems, man, doing five-minute planks and shit. Dropping <laughs> hey, gems, get, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm going to get that five-minute <laughs> next week, man. But, that, but nah, he be, be dropping yeah. gems. Yeah, we need it though. We need it though, man. We need to uh, just keep this, you know, keep this conversation going. And, and like I said before, just conversations that I, I wish we had more of in the locker room. But I hope that at least with us starting to hear from our platform that they do reach locker rooms and they do start to happen uh, more often. Because like you said, um, it's important. It's important that you, the earlier you do them, the earlier you make better decisions, the earlier you start mm-hmm. to make better decisions, not only um, off the field, on the field as well. Comes, yeah. you know, whether it's taking care of your body, eating the right stuff, sleeping right, um, you know, all those things, how you go about your offseason, like the earlier you start making those uh, correct decisions, the better off it's going to pay in the long run. And that 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 holds uh, no more truth than when it comes to finances. Um, the earlier yeah. you start making good decisions and the more compound interest you can build over time in whatever arena you're in, um, the better. And uh, it's never too late to get started. It's never too late to start to start doing the right thing. But um, the earlier the better, man. The earlier, the better. Yeah, for sure. And we definitely gonna have some um some guests in the future, man. We gonna have some yeah. some real estate moles, man. Some some guys and all females that can come in, come up here and and talk finances, man. And, yeah. Uh, profit margins and all of that. So um, mm-hmm. not just for football fans or sports fans, or just uh just the you know. <clears throat> The, 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 the person that's going to work to a nine to five, man, you can listen to yeah. this, man. And we're definitely going to put it out there so you guys can really tune in, man, and just get some knowledge and gain, well, gain some knowledge and um and get some gems for the people that's out there and that's really 
um, out there in the field and doing some work and helping people, man. Facts, and I'm sure, I'm sure, um, I know, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll, I'll continue to learn as well, you know, and continue to whoever you know we have on here giving us game, learn from you, learn from our listeners. Uh, that's the thing about it, man. Even even in football, like every time I went in that building, like I was trying to learn something. And uh, yeah. just trying to apply that off the field as well, like never really feeling like you know it all, you got all the right answers. Um, because as soon as you think, as soon as you get complacent like that, that's when something hits you and humbles you. So um, continue keeping that uh, beginner's mindset, man. Every, every day, every day is day one. So um, mm-hmm. that that'll be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to those uh, to those interviews actually. Um, no, you know, sure. as well as well as the football ones. But uh, what else? What else we got on on our table on our plate this week, man? been watching man. these NBA games at all man, I took, man. Let, let me tell you what happened to you to your boy uh-huh. July 23rd man we had a <laughs> we had a storm out here in Charlotte man mm-hmm. I just got my internet back on yesterday July 23rd July 23rd bro <laughs> so remember you was having the technicals last episode yeah, man. So you, so it's, it's been rough, man. It's been rough. For mm-hmm. the, not actually rough, man. The kids been the kids handled it pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I think I think me and the wife were, was was going through it the most, man. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, no yeah. basketball, man. But I'm definitely gonna sit down and watch some to watch some games tonight, man. Who um, who 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 doing the thing out there, man? Uh, I tell you one thing, uh, T.J. Warren. I don't know what's gotten into him in this bubble, but uh, for the Pacers, uh, he he been balling. Uh, dropped, dropped so he 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 been he been, he been going nuts. Uh, TJ Warren been going nuts. I seen the stat line on him. He, yeah, he, he is going nuts. Bubble Warren going nuts, man. I'm happy to see Melo back out there hooping. Uh, you know, this season in general, but now now he's skinny Melo back in the bubble. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Lakers unclinched the one seed. I see D Booker man hit the game went on Ooh. my man PG. Yeah, D Book, D Book, nice man. The Suns actually nice bubble right now. Uh, but nice. Book, Book, nice. I want to see him. I want to see him get out of that man. I want to see him on a on a on a on a winner or at least paired up team, with another man. star man because he, he 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 too he too good to to waste his waste his career and you know in a team that ain't really competing. Uh, nah, for yeah, sure. It's and, been and, hard though. And then, and then the market he's in too. Like a lot of people don't, um, a lot of people don't see him. You know, he's in yeah. Phoenix, man. He's in Arizona. They're not winning yeah. like, um, say, uh, who out there in the West? Well, obviously uh, LA, uh, the, the Lakers, yeah, both the Clippers, or whatever. Teams. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of they don't get a lot of prime time. But I, I think the bubble might help him a little bit. You know what I mean? Help, help, True. help get his name out there. See people, so people can see um the work that he's putting in on the court, man. But D Booker, man, we um. I mean, when I was playing out AZ, mm-hmm. uh, Fitz, you know, Fitz, he's a minority owner. Um, oh, the something, man, that boy Fitz and everything, by the way. But hey, <laughs> we need to have him on the show, man. Definitely, 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 hey, man. Real. Um, and that's one guy I, 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 I did get game from, um, mm-hmm. in the locker room, man. Just a lot of things that he's doing off the field, man. He's setting himself up, um, extremely well after the game. Yeah. But that's, that's for, that's for, that's for a whole another episode. But, yep, yep. um, he and, he he invited us to um to the Suns owner's crib and uh the the Suns owner he has a, a NBA length uh size court in the crib and uh we was up there a couple of players and D Book was in there 
I think Mar- I think uh I think Ty was there. See, Ty. Uh, yeah, I, Ty. Yeah, Ty. Yeah, I remember Ty told yeah. me about that, man. He yeah. said, Yeah. But night, he liked that. <laughs> nice. Easy, easy. I like easy, me. Easy I like me. I like me over with D book. I mean, you you nice, you nice on the court. You yeah. nice on the court. We gotta get we we gotta get JP um JP on here too. Oh, yeah, he, JP hit me uh last week. He sent me a video. Sent me he a sent you a uh, video? Yeah, sent me yeah. a video and give us some people. Yeah. All right, JP. If you wasn't in Alabama, yeah. I'll pull up. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I ain't pull up Alabama though. I told my man JP the guys he had on the film, no disrespect if y'all listening, but they lateral movements were suspect. You feel me? Like super suspect. Super <laughs> suspect. Was, that, that, ain't, that ain't gonna work over here. But um, yeah, and I'm weak pump face, but it's definitely gotta get out there with him, man. But yeah, we gotta get that's we gotta a, get book out of out of the desert, man. Nah, for sure, for sure. But I'm definitely gonna um I'm gonna tap in tonight, man. Um I told the wife, man, and the kids, man, we definitely gonna get on the couch tonight, man. We gonna watch some basketball tonight. Yeah, um, and that's the thing about it. If you a basketball fan, um, I know for me it was tough. Especially maybe it was just the scrimmages, or maybe they've gotten better with making it look and kind of feel uh, more like a real game. Because at first, man, yeah. I, I mean, I can't do this sports thing without fans. Like it just, mm-hmm. it just wasn't working for me. Especially being a, a former athlete. And remembering how it felt to, you know, feed off a crowd, whether it was a home crowd or or an away crowd. Um, you know, I, yeah. I enjoyed that. You know, just that instant, that instant reaction to a play, uh, them oohs, ahs, you know, boos, like you know, all of it, like that matters. Um, so so guys are adjusting, and uh, it, it's definitely it definitely feels like more of a real game now when you're watching it, and hopefully it uh, it only gets better in the playoffs. I would love to get um an NBA player's perspective on how that how that how does it feel? Does it change your mindset? Does it change your game? Not saying it's gonna change your mindset because at the end of the day, you know, we all competitors. So, you know, you get yeah. somebody in front of you, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna do what you gotta do. But mm-hmm. like you said, like, you know, <clears throat> being uh playing that sport for so long, that's what you're used to. You're used to playing in front of a crowd. So um is it does it feel different? And I would love yeah. to see when the football when the NFL season starts. I know oh, um man. as far as the the, the Giants and the Jets, they already kind of said that it's it's, it's not going to be any fans. Um, yeah, I think I think so. Um, you know, yeah. I might be wrong, but I think I did read somewhere where the, the, the Jets and the Giants said there will be no fans in um, in the stands. And then obviously, you know, some stand, some um, some teams said it's going to be limited amount of fans. But how would that feel? You know what I mean? Yeah, that football man, that, I, man, football no fans. I can't. I can't imagine that, man. Only thing that really makes sense is I can still watch golf, normal. Um, <laughs> even a good, probably a good baseball game. Like I said, basketball's gotten a lot better, but football. Uh, you know, you hit somebody across the middle. It's, it's man. It's I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna see though. We got. We got to do. What we got to do. We. Yep. Yeah. I guess, but um, we'll see. We'll see. So that's going to end the show for this week, man. Um, Again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you guys for watching, man. I'm Antoine Bethea, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at abethea41. That's abethea41. And again, man, uh, also I have this um, safe cover initiative that um, that I kicked off um, myself, my wife, the Bethea Family Foundation, um, and we're raising money. for, for for people and for families in the seven five seven that's um that's facing evictions. So again, you can you can go to mysafecover.com. Uh, no donation is too small. 
um, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Trust me, um, this will this will help some families that's facing evictions. Um, MySafeCover.com. Yeah, MySafeCover.com. Families that's facing evictions, man. Uh, we don't want to see anybody um, out on the streets at this time, man. So as a community, as 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 a as people, man, let's come together again. MySafeCover.com. No donation is too small. Again, a birthday, and I'm out. Yes, sir. So I'm Darius Butler. Man, just keep checking us out, man. We appreciate all the uh, all the feedback. Um, you know, shoot us any questions, um, any interactions. We we enjoy we enjoy hearing hearing from our listeners, man. You can follow me on the socials, Darius J Butler, um, at Darius J Butler on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and um, check out them everything DB videos I throw up from time to time. I throw some up um, actually tonight. Um, this week will be some covered, some two man. We're gonna have some two man clips. We done got through cover one, two, three, four. Now we're in the cover five, two man. So um, tune in everything DB. And uh, once again, make sure you check out mysafecover.com and make that donation. Big things going on in the seven five, man. Big, big salute to you to that too, AB. Appreciate you, bro. All right, man. We out. All right.